There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 59 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 6 of season 2 of The Magicians. Woo! Holy cow. This episode. I say that every every week, because every week it's like, oh my god, what can they do to just mess with me more? Oh, exactly. Uh, well, before I have my little mental breakdown, why don't you give them the stats that we you have managed to find? All right, the ratings for this episode was 0.3 in adults 18 to 29 with 0.782 million viewers for 24th overall cable show for the night. Now, episode four, The Flying Forest, The Live Blitz Plus Seven Days. Wait till you hear these numbers. Uh-oh. Tied for 16th in adults 18 to 49 total gain going from a 0.3 to a 0.7 for an increase of 133%. Wow. Of course, tied it for 16th in adults, 18 to 49 percentage gain. It was 19th in viewers gain, going from 0.778 to 1.75 million viewers for an increase of 125%, which had us 9th in viewers percentage gain. Holy cow. Yeah. I love these shows, and obviously there's a whole lot of people. Um, 1.750 million? Yeah, so I think a lot of people are enjoying this. We hope you guys are enjoying it, too. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm reading our little description, and the title of this episode, just <laughs> my brain's like, yeah, yeah, that puts a stop to it real quick. Yeah, because I have to say, and I tweeted this out, and a lot of the cast liked it, but I'm like, with some of the lines and mostly the title, it's like, do you, how can you guys even keep a straight face when you're on screen? <laughs> because seriously, this one had so much stuff happening. So let's jump into it. Episode 6, The Cock Barons. Quentin strives to help a friend who is suffering. Elliot and Margot's negotiation take a shocking turn. Julia and Katie discover a possible key to stopping Radard. Now, I do <laughs> want to say... We actually got a lot more Julia and Katie this time. Yes, we did. And we didn't get as much of Penny. But what we got of Penny was pretty damn funny. Yeah, it was awful good. (laughs) Margot had a phenomenal wardrobe again this episode. Indeed. All of it. Uh (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Loved Elliot. Elliot and Fenn, uh, there's some little uh, friction happening. And of course, Quentin, there was some heartbreak happening. So... So much happening. Where shall we start? Well, let's start with Penny real quick. Okay. Penny was funny. Yeah. Like I said, we didn't get a lot of him, but what we got was pretty good. Yes. I really enjoyed Indeed it. Indeed it was. <laughs> so Penny, 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 Penny. Yeah. He pops in and um, asks Elliot where he can find this specific moss he needs. And 
Elliot informs them that the, uh, what was it, the royal horticulturist got eight. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what, by like some killer plant? And Elliot's like, just looks at him like, yeah. So? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Penny was like, wait, what? Is it that moss? Because I don't know if I want any of it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man-eating moss. Hey, you never know. So yes, he shoes him off to go talk to the royal map ba- maker. Baker. No, I don't think you <laughs> bake maps, Sean. Wake up. Maybe I just want cake. I don't know. And- <laughs> yeah, well, he is a little roly-poly-ish. <laughs> oh, he, the poor map maker. He's so standoffish, too. And he gets, like, so flustered so easily. I don't know. I mean, did you notice that? Is yes. Just- yeah. Penny was annoying him. <laughs> totally. You think that's what it was? Oh, absolutely. It absolutely was. He had no time to be trying to help Penny find this moss. And right before their eyes, the castle blinks out. Poof, disappeared. And yeah, Penny's like, what happened? Oh my gosh. And he goes to touch. He's like, ah, it's like radioactive. Yeah. <laughs> and then the map maker is huffing and puffing. And he's just like, ah, none of the maps are right now. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> Penny kind of looks at him like, are you serious? This is what you're mad about? Everybody and everything right in this space are gone. And you're like, ugh, my maps aren't right. What? I thought Penny was going to smack him. Oh, yeah. He was talking but, a lot of smack to him. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they went back and forth at it pretty good. I know I saw a couple of uh, people saying, hey, I, I'd like to see more of those two together. <laughs> they were pretty funny. I have a mm-hmm. feeling we're going to see more interactions with the royal map maker. Yes, I think so, too. Well, Penny popped around a couple places this episode. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, we can't exactly talk about all of it until we talk about some other people Oh, my first. God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He actually can pop into uh, Margot's dreams, no less. Yeah, well, that's how he found Quentin. Yep, and she was. So, yeah, poor Margot. Yeah, that was a very revealing in more ways than one uh, dream that she had. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Margo stresses and he, she was stressing about school of all things, which I never thought that was something she was really worried about. No, especially a test. Yeah. Midterms, no less. And, you know, she of course has that dream that apparently a lot of students get. I don't remember ever having that like, Oh, I didn't prepare that part I've had. But, right. But then all <laughs> of a sudden you're well. naked in class. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, and everybody laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, and of course, that's when Penny popped in. Yeah. And apparently it was a very vivid dream because Penny seen all of Margot. Yeah. Yeah. But was sworn to secrecy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. He's like, don't worry, you'll owe me big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That was mighty big of you there, Penny. Yeah. So Margot has to tell him where, because Penny has no idea where the hell, you know, the whole castle popped off to right so i kind of got to go back and forth here even though we're not quite there but that's where we're going to get the name because margo is like trying to explain okay well we're in this place with all these rocks and penny's like well that's helping a lot she's like they're large they're purple (laughs) he's like what she's like what did she say they're very phallic like no (laughs) (laughs) but penny just starts cracking up when she does finally break down and says it and he's and, uh, uh, she's like, they look like penises, okay? Oh, my God. And then Penny's just like, okay. 
And fully erect or not. (laughs) Half sail or full sail, yeah. Yeah, full sail or half. And, oh man, Margot was just pissed. She's like, there's a variety. And obviously, if you watch this, you know Margot, and as she's getting pissed, it's like, really? You know, she's giving him the best really face. Like, come Uh on. So Penny has to explain this to the map maker since he knows where everything is. And yeah. Oh, oh, that's the cock barons. Just totally straight faced, like, yeah. who writes this? And who was the one who named Fillory and thought, you know, we should name that area? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Giant fingers, something. It just seemed very odd. But hey, it had all of us talking, right? Yeah, yeah, it got everybody's attention, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Penny poofs out there and there is nothing. Yep. Which was quite interesting, I thought, because, you know, obviously there's only one place, because how many cock barons are going to be hanging around in, in Fillory, I guess? And Pen- or in Loria, for that matter. Oh, that's true. You know, and Penny comes back, and he's like, are you sure there's not something else? Because there's nothing there. And the map maker is like, no, that's the only place. As he's still, you know, making his map. Yeah, of, drawing. Of the area where the castle was, minus the castle. Ah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Penny gets a bright idea. All right, let me let me try this. And he tries to pop into the castle right where the castle is. Right. And lo and behold, it is exactly where it is, but it doesn't look like it's there. Which I think that's pretty interesting because they do end up saying it was illusion magic. But the right. fact that people inside, you know... We're seeing yeah. something completely different outside the windows. Now that I can, you know, probably figure out. It's like, okay... You're affecting, just say, the windows, any place with a view. But the fact that you're also affecting what's outside and right. anybody there, they can't see it at all. It looks like just a big, giant hole in the ground. I thought right. that was pretty cool that they had, like, the yeah. both sides a, of it. Yes, it was an impressive little spell they had. Yeah, which apparently they did with a wand. Yes. So we'll get back to Penny at the end here. All right. Let's go to Elliot and Margot. So now you guys will understand what the hell we're talking about if you haven't already followed along. So obviously, you know, we have Elliot and Fen happening. And Fen tries to explain what's going on with the Foo Fighter. Right. And she's like, you don't understand. It was before, you know, I didn't think you were coming back. I thought it was just a bunch of crap. Well, Elliot's like, you know, how can I believe you? Well, come on, Elliot. That would be saying, like, you were so ticked because... You found out she wasn't a virgin. Well, you weren't either, okay? Right. Come on. Bring it down a notch. Although, yep. she didn't tell him right away when, you know, the guy came in to try to kill Elliot. So I can understand a little bit feeling betrayed. Right. But at the same time, you know, she did come to you. You didn't find it out a different way. So we have that happening. And then all of a sudden, there's an announcement that Princess is here. <laughs> And Margo's like, all right, what is this crap? Where are they from again? Yeah, <laughs> Loria. Loria. Sorry. I was like, there's a lot of different kingdom-esque happening. Because apparently, Princess is not Princess. It's Prince S. Yeah. Because that wasn't messing us up. Because right <laughs> away when he walks in, I love it, Margo's like, Princess? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, you can just call me S. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> wow, your parents are jerks. Okay. Yeah. Although, the royal advisor did say that his mom was from Cincinnati. 
And I'm like, wait, I didn't think there were any other humans there. Right. Like, well, from Earth, I mean, you know what I mean. Earth children. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting, and I feel like that's got to end up being more than just kind of a throwaway. I have a feeling it is, too. Because that seemed really strange. Yes. Oh, I mean, how many ways are there to get into Fillory? If his mom's from Cincinnati, you know, they thought it was only in for the, you know, the the kids that were in England and they had buttons and, you know, different ways to get in. So I'm hoping this develops into something more. I want to know more. Right. But anyway, Prince decides to really tick off Margo. <laughs> He's like, listen, the Wellspring's kind of jacked. We can work on it together if we split it 50-50, blah, blah. Okay, I'm thinking not a bad idea. If they have, you know, ideas to rebuild the Wellspring, why not? But then when he's like, well, my payment will be the hand of the Virgin Queen Margo. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Margo's face. It was priceless. She had, and then she looked, did he just call me a virgin? Like, virgin. <laughs> that was the worst thing she could have ever been called. Yeah, it was an insult. I'm like, what? Why are you mad? I mean, yeah, maybe look at him funny, but why are you mad? <laughs> so, yeah, she's like, screw you. And, of course, that's when he's like, all right, plan B. And his guy whips out a wand. And I love Elliot's like, really, a wand? I was yeah. waiting for him to be like, is this Harry Potter? Given enough time, it would have come. Probably. And then it was like this weird, awesome kind of design that he did in the air, and poof, they're gone. Or are they? Which we've already said they weren't, but... Right. They don't know that. Right. So then they're like, crap, now what? And Elliot's trying to figure out a way to do this, and Elliot's pissed at Margo, because Margo's like, you, know, you just bowed off without thinking. You can't do that anymore. Right. And why not marry the prince? I had two. And it was like, whoa, there, Elliot, uh, hold your horses there. Uh, you, you, you expect everybody to, uh, <laughs> have to do something they don't want to do just like you did? Well, I think, yeah, he's gonna, he's thinking, oh, you know what? If you're gonna sit on that throne, it's not mm-hmm. all about you anymore. That's right. And that was kind of rough, I think, for Margo to hear. Yes, it was. Yeah. She did not want to have to hear that. Well, plus, you know, I think you said last episode, Elliot and Margot have been like two peas in a pod, totally yes. getting everything that the other one did. And then the fact that he kind of, and I'm saying this in quote, you know, air quotes, betrayed her because it's not just about let's do what we want to do in the moment. It's now like you got to think about everything and everyone and what your actions are doing. Right. Kind of, it's kind of rough for her and it's a major slap in the face. Yeah. Well, and. In the last couple of episodes, she was acting more, even more adult than Elliot was, but this one, she kind of t- backpedaled a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see how these two really evolve, because I feel like Elliot's really starting to come around to the whole, crap, I'm king, I have to save this world, because we're on, like, a one-way ticket to, we're all going to die, Bill. Right. Especially and- with the fact that he's stuck there. Right. And where Margot is, no, we're the king and queen. We can do basically anything we want. Kind of like Elliot was at first. Mm-hmm. To hell with you. We'll go to war. Right. <laughs> yeah, because Elliot's still saying things that he doesn't realize can happen here, like having a unicorn milk latte. Yeah. <laughs> which apparently tastes like crap. 
or something he wasn't expecting. Yeah. It may not taste completely like crap, but... So what in the fresh hell is uh, this? How the hell do you milk a unicorn <laughs> anyway? It's like, wait, what? Uh, yeah. I'm hoping that milk is milk and not some other kind of euphemism, but... Yeah. Whatever, we'll get to that later. Or not at all. Maybe not at all. Yes. Anyway, so, yeah. Elliot tried to figure out what's happening, what's best for his people, and to get them out of this mess. So he's kind of brooding. Yes. And Margo decides to take things into her Literally. own hands. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you, I love you knew where I was going with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she goes to see S. Now, S is kind of a spoiled little child. Yeah. Talking about how he was sent off to boarding school on Earth. Why do you act like that's a bad thing? Right. And you notice, because I didn't notice it until towards the end, he didn't do any magic. Oh, no, not at all. So I'm wondering if he even can do any magic. I don't think so. Hmm. That's why he had his his guy whip out a wand and do stuff. Right. So, yeah, Margot was talking smack to him, and he was talking. <laughs> takes care of another wand. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm better than any of those lawyers you were with. And yeah, bippity-boppity-boo, they were in bed. That's where she fell asleep. That's when Penny found her in her dream. Weird shit. Yeah. Now, back, and I love he's like, you know, she she wakes up S as she's trying to get out of bed. And I can't remember what he said to her exactly. And she's like, it's resting bitch face. Right. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm so glad other people have that problem, too. (laughs) But. I thought it was kind of sweet. Like, she was kind of, I don't know, I felt like she was almost falling for him. And I'm like, that seemed really quick. You guys had, you may have had really great sex, but that seemed really fast, Margo. Especially for Margo. Right. Yeah, he said, scouring the room for a weapon, you have a look in your eyes, that's all. (laughs) Oh, well. So, she goes to Elliot and she's like, all right, well, maybe, you know, you're right, I need to... Take one for the team. It's not so bad. And Elliot's like, no, you're not marrying him. We'll figure out something else. So I was really surprised that, like, they kind of switched their train of thoughts there. Right. Their positions. So ultimately, because of Penny, you know, they Penny pops into the castle and he's like, dudes, listen, this is what's happening. Yeah. And I think they were really surprised. Like, where? how did you find us? Like, right. you haven't moved. Yeah. You're still right where you were. Yeah, that takes them both off. Oh, yeah. Especially when she's, you know, up there, they're sitting and talking to S again and his people. And she's like, yeah, let's go to her right now. And then we can get married. And he's like, um, marriage first. And she's like, "Mm, no. Boop, boop. There goes the illusion. Yeah. I thought she was going to be like, and now we're going to give you to the sloth for her to do with whatever she wants. Man, that sloth is bloodthirsty. We talked about that one. Yes, we did. But she definitely uh, made up for it by announcing that Hillary was now going to war with Loria. Oh, my God, yes. When she's like, we're going to put our Jimmy Choo so far up your ass, you're going to see next season. And Elliot, like, yeah, I don't know what that what? means. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, we're going to war. And he's like, yeah, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on now. Wait, <laughs> Dial it back a notch there, girl. We were on the same yeah. page for a minute. What You turned like four chapters ahead. What happened here? I don't know if it's the best idea. I think, you know, showing how they were able to break the illusion 
and that they're actually using magic, like actual magic. Right. I think that was the better way to go. And then, of course, threaten away. I mean, Margot had the best threatening line I've ever heard. Really. Oh, absolutely. I just love it. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know what that means, but okay, yeah, let's do that. I, I just feel like, she, again, she was going down a path and then all of a sudden took a sharp turn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you were going so well. Bring it back. Damn it. Yeah. So, yes. er. And that kind of ended it with them. Right. So now we have two other pretty big storylines this episode. Yes, we get Julia and Katie. And we get Quentin. Yes. Although I think we should end with Quentin. Yes. Okay, so Julia and Katie. Julia is still trying to figure out a way to get rid of Reynard's baby. Yes. Who apparently is like demon spawn at this point. Yeah. They're trying to figure out. Okay. A demigod, yeah. so. Ah. Oh, tell him what it's doing to the insides. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't Hercules demigod? Come on. He was yes. good. Yeah, and... Stupid, crazy When Reynard we find baby. out if we ever see Dana's son, hmm. he might be a really good guy, too. That should be interesting. At least she thinks he is. <laughs> That's true. So, was it... I can't remember now. Well, they... Which one found... Oh, well, wait. Julia found the keys to the way things happened. Oh, she's the one who found it on the internet. Yes. yes. And the occurrences that all happened on the same day and found that the center of it happened in Hoboken. Yeah. Although we did finally learn, and I think I mentioned this a couple episodes back, that, you know, the reason Katie doesn't seem to be all like having the withdrawals, there's some kind of potion she's taking. Yes. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting because we didn't know i'm like shouldn't she be like really messed up right but interestingly enough we find out why finally yes she is getting some help yes with her uh withdrawal symptoms oh man so yeah they go to the place like you were saying which was supposed to be the epicenter of the right. event and they find under the floors there's a spell right that's still hot and that's supposed to be, years later. yeah, I'm like, that's a long time. Seems really weird. But, you know, they figure out the only way this can happen is blood. So it's got to be the person who, you know, did the spell. So they go to find, you know, the person. And they do, finally. Well, Julia does, that's because while, while they're there, Katie gets a call that she's been trying to get a hold of some people to help with the uh, baby problem. and. She goes to talk to those people while Julia is on her own to find out where this person is and follows her to her home. Yeah. So this was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets there and she finds a lady and, you know, she's like, I know you did this. I just need you to teach me. Oh, she's like, I can't teach you. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, no, I know he. He did stuff to everybody. He's killing witches. He's raping them. He raped me. I'm pregnant. Right. And that kind of, like, stopped her pretty quick. Yes. Oh, yes, I can help you. Come on in. Right. And <laughs> I'm sorry, Julia, all of the shit you have been in, all of it, and you're going to be <laughs> like, okay, let's go in and talk. It's totally cool. You know she's a witch. Right. Or a magician. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm saying witch, but. She's from a hedge, probably. Hedge yeah. Yeah. Hedge witch. Why are you so damn trusting? 
Well, she wasn't 100% trusting because she did leave a clue for Katie to find later. True. But it just felt like you're giving way too much away. Which, by the way, that clue, if I seen it correctly, was the little shit emoji. (laughs) I swear that's what popped up when Katie goes to find her. Yeah, it might have been turned into that. It would look like a... It was like smoking. A little worm when she put it in there, put it in the wall. Yeah, I swear it was. I only watched it live, so I kind of want to go back just to fast forward to that moment. So somebody let us know if you've seen it, or tell me what you guys think it is. Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, takes her in a room. She gets Julie gets knocked out with a bat. Yeah, what a way to treat a pregnant woman. Yeah. And then ties her up. And there's this giant man-child. And not Ish. in a good way, kind of. Yeah. Like, I, I joke around with Jess about her child being a man-child, because he's so big right. already. Yeah. But, no. no. <laughs> this is like in a litter box. Like a giant litter box. Right, because we see all the empty containers of kitty litter as they're walking down to this basement. You go, I didn't see any cats. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're in the room and Julia comes too, there's all, like, the car air fresheners. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, what did she do? <laughs> and then she tells her, okay, yeah, Reynard raped a lot of the women when we called the lady below, and I'm the only one who got pregnant, and you, I can't banish him for you. I, you can do it. You have one shot, because it's... You have to harness the power of the ba- of the bird. Yeah. And then I love that, because if you're live tweeting this, you have everybody going, because childbirth isn't painful enough. You're now going to try to figure out exactly how to do a spell with your own blood or what's happening as you're giving birth with whatever bodily right. fluids are coming at that time. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I I simply don't feel like this is going to be an easy task. No. Although really weird because then, of course, Julia is looking at this creature thinking, oh my God, is that what my baby's going to end up being? Right. And... and- they played it so well, everybody thought that that was her kid. I did. Yes. But everybody in the audience did. Nobody thought it was something not different that. than that. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting the way they they pulled that off. Because yes. especially as she's laying there and at one point this thing like runs at her. Right. And like gives her like a, a bone. Like to Chicken yeah. bone. And then, you know, Julia's like, holy crap. Is this what the baby's going to end up being? Right. And then, you know, Dana ends up saying, okay, listen, I'm sorry, but this is the only way it's going to work. He doesn't know where I am. And she's like, but is is that what the baby's going to be? And she's like, what? Oh, that's not my baby. Because she does tell her, there's no way to get rid of your baby, by the way. That's not happening. Right. And what did she call it? A hexen? A hexen paxen. Hexen paxen. I'm like, I knew it kind of rhymed. And it just kind of, you know, nullified. all signals out yes so interesting and julia's like oh and she's like no my child doesn't know what he is and that's for the best and he's a really good person i made sure of that mm. so, mm. what'd you do put a convent uh, yeah I'm like mm, really good person mm. are you are you really yeah we, we'll find out i guess at least julia was smart in regards to sending her her location right so then katie comes and she's like what's going on she breaks into the house. She's trying to find what's going on and sees the little, like, help signal, basically. Exactly. 
and then just like blows a hole through the door that had disappeared. Right. That was awesome. <laughs> and I love it because right away she comes in. Dana comes mm-hmm. Go ahead. That. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm going to take you down. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like, you can't use your magic here. And apparently, in Dana's time, all they did was rely on magic. They didn't do anything else. Katie, that right hook. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> and down she went. That was nice. Yes, nice. Was. So, yeah. And Julia's like, all right, we got to get out of here. That was nice. Oh, yeah. By the way, take him, too. Yes. Now, this, I think, is going to be kind of weird because Dana has treated this well, thing like a thing. Right. So it's like, how much intelligence does this Hexen Paxen have? He was basically in like a big, giant, weird diaper. Yes, he was. It's like, all right, is he going to be able to help Julia and Katie? Or are they just going to try to keep him around long enough to figure out what they're going to do to hide from Reynard? Or at the very least, hide the baby if they're not able to get rid of it from Reynard. Right. Either way, it's not going to be a quick fix. No. So, I don't know. Will not. And, of course, when Dana comes to, she panics because she sees that the Hexen Paxen is gone along with Julia. And she runs up to the door. And she's warding the house as she goes. Yes. But it's too late. Yes. <laughs> Locks the door and, yeah. Oh, oh you're too late. I've missed you. It's like, oh, you're so creepy. Yeah. Ugh. A lot of catching up to do. Yeah. And then I just felt like I needed a shower. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know if I want them to go back and show us anything about Dana now. No. Because no, I'm like, I think we got all of Dana we need right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, oh, this is not going to go good. Not at all. No. So that was that storyline oh, for this episode. torture her mm. until she gives up the information about where his child is, I'm sure. I just feel it's like there's got to be a way that she can kind of, like, take herself out real quick before she does it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully she will. <laughs> for the child. I sake. just feel well, like... Of course, it's 40 now, so it's not a child yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're going to find out some major bombshell with who the, who the child is. Right. Yeah. And that everybody's going, all right, what 40-year-old male have we seen? And it's like, well, none. (laughs) I know. I'm, like, trying to run it through my head. I'm like, because at first I'm thinking, oh, my God, what if it's, like, Quentin or something? They're like, no. That would be really messed up. And I really hope and try not to screw with our head to that level. Right. But, yeah, Yeah. the time frame, like, age-wise, doesn't work. Yes. And it can't be Dean Fogg or... Yeah, I'm, like, still trying to, like... Really wrap my Mayakovsky, or you know, because almost all the men in this show so far are much older than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be some major kind of bombshell to us. Oh yeah, I'm sure it will be too. Oh, so just hold on and let's find out, shall we? And speaking of bombshells, oh good lord, <laughs> poor Quentin. I felt so bad. So obviously, I was wrong last episode. And it wasn't that one girl, like, screwing with Quentin's head. Right. Because he keeps seeing Alice. Very sixth sense, sixth sense kind of vibe. Because she right. looks, like, sickly. And she's like, help me. And, you know, he goes to her funeral at her parents'. Well, after trying to call Niff and oh, Alice <laughs> in Fillory with Elliot Margot there. How did I forget that? Because it was really 
bad, weird kind of uh yeah movements and dancing. I love it. They're like, is this some sex thing? Everything is not sex, Margot. Yeah. It's like, no, it's Cirque du Soleil. She's like, you had sex at Cirque du Soleil? He's like, no, right. Margot, concentrate. Focus. Oh, yeah, but it was pretty fun. And so obviously he gives up with that, and then he starts seeing her, like, everywhere. So, like, maybe it kind of worked. Right. And it turns out that she is trying to lead him somewhere to get him to do something to possibly help her and put her soul at rest. Well, that's what her father thinks once he finds Q in his private study that was locked. Yeah, (laughs) because how the heck did you get in here? Yeah, and what are you doing in my stuff? So, of course, Elliot spills his guts and tells him the whole truth, except how Alice died, which neither of her parents even want to hear. That's true. And her mom, I'm sorry. So that, why is this happening to me? I was a good mother. It's like, all right, you know what? Bring it back. Bring it back to the fact that it's not about you. Yeah, both of them had issues with trying to get the spell done because at first her father wouldn't climb up the ladder and hang the mirror. And then when he finally does, he gets it up there and then can't come down. He's got to fall and break his leg. How did, no, he broke both of them. I could have. Well, he had both of them in a cast, I thought. First, I'm like, how fast did you do that? And isn't there some kind of way to heal yourself? Exactly. Use some magic and fix those uh, broken legs. Right. Instead of having them in casts. That doesn't make sense, but whatever. Right. I think they both realized they were horrible parents. Yeah, I think uh, it got worse when her mom was like, you know, Quentin's like, we got to finish the spell. You have to tell her about her. And she's like. She needed a strong role model. That's why I was here. And it cracked. It's like, no, don't say what you want to hear, what she needs to hear. And basically, it it finally happens because it it totally breaks her mom. Like, she can't even get through all of it. No, she says three things and then runs off saying it's too much for her to handle. Which, I don't know. I thought that was kind of, I guess, telling what their relationship was like. So, I felt bad for her, though. But look it, it's kind of working. Yes. Well, kind of. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, because this messed me up. Yeah. Alice is Nifum. She did come out. But Quentin's like, what what are you doing? We did everything. We're saving you. You're supposed to be, you know, okay. And she's like, oh, cute. No. No. No, no, no. Your Keiko demon couldn't beat me. Right, so it just stepped me in your uh, tattoo. Yeah, the most convenient place. I'm like, what? I'm not ready for Evil Alice and Evil Alice messing with Q like this. Yeah, that's going to be very difficult if she's on his shoulder all the time, whispering in his ears. Oh my god. Yeah, that's messed up. I'm assuming that somehow it's going to be taken care of and it won't be Evil Alice. I don't know. But the previews for the next episode were really like, wait, what? So I, yeah. I, I'm con- really <laughs> well, confused. Wait, yeah. So obviously, you know, we love tweeting with the cast and all of you guys. Make sure you tweet with us and always hashtag um, the magicians every week. Steve's usually a little behind because of his work schedule. So he's usually doing yes. it West Coast. So we do want to hear and, you know, make sure you. You always rate and review us wherever you're finding us because good ratings are helping other fans find the show. 
I know we're all over the place. I would just recommend Googling us because that's probably the easiest <laughs> way to find us. We're everywhere. Steve's even more everywhere. So, you know, there's that. Yes. Which we're updating the, the website. So I'm going to be posting hopefully soon where you'll find all of Steve's everywhere in one place. Right. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. I, don't know, I might give up after like four. So yeah. you know, I'll be like, all right, Steve, just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we do hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. And I've kind of mentioned every so often, I always seem to be saying a word a lot in an episode, and I don't even know which one I said this time. But if you've picked it out, send us an email at fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. I'll send you something out of our prize box. Because seriously, I keep doing it, and sometimes I don't notice until after I listen again. I'm like, oh, God, I'm an idiot. But, you know, (laughs) I think it's going to be fun now. We'll just play this little game. Sure. Why not pick out the secret word? Sometimes it's not so secret. Yes. Obviously, obviously, you can find everything with us at fangirlzone.com. We have our contact page. You'll find Steve's Twitter, my Twitter, the Facebook pages. Where else are we? Oh, SoundCloud, iTunes. It has the links to, I think, everything on it. Yeah. So I think that's about it. This episode had me messed up. It left me with my mouth open. Let's see what happens next episode. Yeah. See if they can do it again. Yeah. Well, for this episode, I'm Sean Fangirl-S. And I'm Steve. Oh, Quentin, we're going to have so much fun, just like we did with my parents. And until next time.